Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable, and this is Bob Shoy. I'm all on my own for this intro, and most of this episode, um, as regular listeners know, I've been away for the last month. I've been uh, in New Orleans and in Florida, and I'm now I'm home, and I've been going through some of the recording I did in New Orleans and putting together this sort of mini-episode of my recordings there. Uh, to bide listeners over while uh, I get Tiss and Beef back on track and we finish off the Indiana Jones episodes. Uh, we're actually recording the next one of those tomorrow, so that shouldn't be following on too far behind this one. But um, what this episode is going to be, like I said, is going to be a combination of recordings I made in New Orleans with Rebecca. And it's going to have us talk, walking, uh, checking out the cemeteries and going on ghost walks and uh, meeting a voodoo priest and uh, bits and bobs you'll hear it as it goes for this episode um and i'll jump in a couple of times probably just maybe just to give some context um as i as i edit these things so enjoy this is the uh, weird new orleans episode hello i am uh, currently sitting in city park in new orleans or new new orleans Everyone keeps telling me different ways to say it. I'm not local, so I don't think it really matters. I don't look like a local. I'm quite obviously a tourist. So. But this is my second and a half day here, and I haven't I haven't um, done any recording yet. Haven't really had a lot to talk about. But yesterday, uh, we did do a walking tour yeah. of the Garden District, and um, I was seeing if I could remember anything that might be interesting to weird tales listeners and the the only thing I can think of is a lot of that was walk around saying look at this swanky house Sandra Bullock lives there but we did go past um, one of the big cemeteries and people who know a little bit about New Orleans probably know um, they have interesting cemeteries I knew that before I came here but they're all above ground Mm, because um, oh that's Rebecca by the way hi hi they have tombs because they if, if they because they're below sea level, or most of most of they New Orleans said, is. Yeah, a lot of not a lot of New Orleans is under sea level, and a lot of it flood, flooded with Katrina. 
like several blocks down. Yeah, but that's down. not why they started. No, yeah. but as soon as you dig down, so you have to bury a body like six feet under, and when you dig down, the water table, you'd get to the water table before you got to your six foot. Well, there's, that so cemetery they, was at yesterday. He said it was only about a foot yeah, above sea yeah. level. So. Um, so what they tried to do was bury people when they got here was... Um, like cut hole, like make holes in the coffins and then like stamp them down so that <laughs> into the, the water, water filled up the coffin yeah. and kept it under and kept it under or, and then or um, fill them with bricks as well fill them with bricks and things like that stamping down on but them then yeah he said that when there was a flood they would just all raise it would raise night, the dead yeah night of the living dead um, we are in voodoo town after all and they would float down the river yeah so <laughs> for that was quite interesting. Um, um, and they also they the, so they they build the tombs above ground. There's like a couple of shelves in there, isn't there? But what he said is, it's actually you can fit way more bodies. Well, it's he said it's a what did he call it? Rotating a rotary system. Ro- yeah, something like that. So basically, again, you put listeners, we haven't got this written down. We're just trying to remember off the top of our head. And actually, Becca's already remembered more than me. So yeah. So basically, there's a few shelves in the tomb. It's like a little um, making shapes with my hands, but go on. What it's like a what? It's like a tiny little garage house. I think I think listeners know what a tomb is. It's a bit like a shed, <laughs> a glorified shed. Well, um, it's a bit more ornate than a shed. Yeah, that's what I said. Like it's like a. Um, but they write the names of the bodies on the side. Yeah, so so you put somebody on the top shelf, yeah, and then you wait a while, and then when the next person dies, you put them on like another shelf, yeah, and then. Um, once the shelves get full, whoever was in there if the longest... Your, if someone in your family dies and it's like a long time later mm. and some of the other shelves have been filled up by other people by then, you you dig out the oldest dead off. body, scrape yeah. out what's left of them, which is and not put, a lot. And put them at the, right at the bottom and it's... I can't remember you what put he called the, it. You shove them in with the other family member? No, you put it at the bottom. There's a big bit at the bottom that's like uh, no, random No, I, th- I thought... You dig out that shelf and put it in the shelf with the other family member because he said it's like a family reunion. Yeah, at the bottom, it's like a different section. Oh god! Any any local listeners listen to this, they're gonna be like, "You got it all Ruin, wrong." Ruined it. No, I think that it's called something. Because he was we'll like, they used to wrap them in like a bit of linen, but now they just wrap them in like a plastic Clinker. bag. Yeah, to keep them separate. But they put them all at the bottom, and then everyone stays. Once they're just bones and stuff, everyone stays at the bottom. But you get a new shelf for the new... Well, you, you clean out that you shelf. You clean the shelf for the then, new person, yeah. Yeah. Which, Which is, is quite efficient, actually. It's an odd system, though, isn't it? But you said now, because cremation's more popular in the modern day, Yeah. a lot of the time it is just like the you ashes just, go in there. Yeah. I like that. It makes sense. I mean, if you opened one of them tombs and it's just full of, like, urns of ashes... Yeah. It's almost very Egyptian. Yeah, it's quite cool. Well, they, they have mummies and stuff, but didn't they have like... Uh, oh, they have they urns full of your organs. Yeah, they separated the That's organs. That's what I'm thinking of, yeah, Egyptian organs. Anyway, they rotate... We, we might have got some of the finer details around, but they rotate them around. But I found really that interesting. it's expensive. To buy a tomb, he said it was like $300,000 plus. Really? Yeah. Nick Cage has a spot, doesn't he? Well, he made his own. It's a pyramid. It's a big pyramid in one of them. Um, good old Nicky boy. Oh... That's the only thing he didn't um, get rid of. Yeah. He didn't have to sell when he went bankrupt or something, which yeah. I actually didn't know about, but... Yeah, anyway. yeah. Fun fact. He sold a couple of his Louisiana houses. Yeah, walked past one of his old houses just to... Yeah. 
but yeah, I'm sure we are we are in like voodoo land, aren't we? Voodoo land, yeah. And I'm sure we're gonna see a couple more voodoo. Oh, well, I want to go to that shop. I think you should go and get a spell. Yeah, I don't know. I'm tempted. There were some people doing fortune telling readings outside the road. It's a scam in it for tourists. But then I'm gonna Absolutely. I'm a mark, aren't I? No, I think we should go into that weird shop. It looks. I meant that woman who was yesterday just placing crystals on cards, talking oh, to right, them outside yeah. the road. You could do that if you wanted. Well, I I think, yeah, I could do. I think we the thing is, go. I don't want to, but I feel like it's my job because mm-hmm. the podcast. Like, well, I better do that weird go thing. Don't get a spell instead. Um, voodoo shops. Obviously, I'll have a look in some of them. I know it's tourism, but you know, as if I'm not going to look in a big shop with a mm. skull on the door. What else? We were thinking that there's like a Louisiana ghost tour. Oh, we're that thinking would be of cool. doing that either tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I'm either going to get enough stuff to make this a mini episode. I'll just tack it on. Or I'm going to tack it on to the next Ghost Stories episode, mm-hmm. which is what I did of our Portland stuff. Okay, yeah, fair enough. So, um, we'll see. But at the moment, it's lovely weather here. It's too hot to be spooky. It is blooming hot. We Apparently it's been raining for the last two weeks. We got here the day it started getting hot again, and now it is roasting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're down in New Orleans, been here a couple of days. It's um, middle of September right now, yeah. 2022, for you listening in the future. And um, yeah, we're sitting in City Park. It's um, under the dueling oaks. It's a beautiful a mini train. Here comes a little train. A tiny man train. Oh, there he goes. Wait. Um, <laughs> we're near Cafe du Monde in the park. Oh, do you want to get on? No. I think we're too big to go on. Parents have to take their children. Just but, steal, borrow one of those kids. And for the, for geography fans, I'll make it quick because um, we'll travel fans because this isn't necessarily spooky. Been hitting all the foods. Obviously, I'm in New Orleans, so it's all about the foods. We ticked off a lot yesterday. So yesterday we had beignets, we had etouffee, we had gumbo, we had barbecue shrimp. Um, we had mufalada, yeah. or the vegetarian version. And that's Bob Shoy signing off for <laughs> Weird House in New Orleans. They love that, didn't they? There's a, there's a classroom of children get, having a lesson in the park They're who are like very excited by that train. Chasing after it. School cancelled. Oh, teacher's trying to call them back. <laughs> just lost the class. <laughs> They're just running off the lantern. Anyway, we're hitting all the foods. Uh, we're going to go get some po' boys for lunch. And, um, but I'll keep you updated with food stuff and with <laughs> and with uh, spooky, spooky stuff. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so we just uh, left our hotel, mm. and um, we're heading over to Bourbon Street, which is not far at all. It's if that it's 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 two minutes. Yeah, two minutes to Bourbon Street famous Bourbon Street on um, in New Orleans and we're on our way we sort of spent all afternoon drinking in a beer garden yeah after after a big fat po' boy that destroyed us 
A massive sandwich. We only got one between us. So large, we're like, yeah, let's have one large between us. It's like um... a side of fried pickles, and it absolutely yeah. destroyed us. Anyway, so we had we had um, a big po' boy for lunch, and it killed us. And um, food, yeah, fried pickle, large po' boy killed us. Anyway, um, unwound in a beer garden, yeah. which we were just popping in for for a beer. I ended up spending all afternoon there because it was shady. It's so hot here today. Um, and w- while we were sitting having our beers in the beer garden, we said, should we do a ghost walk tonight? Should we do a ghost tour? Yeah. So we and it seemed... walk we did yesterday with like the same company and they do, they do voodoo walks as well, so we might do that one tomorrow. But yeah. Ghost walk tonight. So what I'm saying is at the time it felt like a good idea to do a ghost walk and now we're exhausted and we're like okay better chuck ourselves out and do this ghost walk what I'm saying is we're on our way to a ghost walk I'm probably not going to record on it it's kind of uncouth to record on someone else's ghost walk yeah but um like the the walk we did yesterday that we tried to remember some stuff from earlier I'll try and remember as much as I can from this it's a two hour long ghost walk and I'll, I'll report back probably probably not later but uh, we're on Bourbon Street now by the way probably not later but probably tomorrow it's already kicking off here it's not even it's half seven a little bit of Bourbon Street ambiance for you it's, uh, it's Thursday night on Bourbon Street Hey, just got back to our hotel after uh, walking around the ghost tour with Andrew. And I can't, I'm not going to go into it all now. We'll talk about it tomorrow, some of the bits and bobs. But I will give you a little teaser. I almost fainted. Becca, did I almost faint? It was really scary, actually. Well, the tour or my fainting? No, like you fainting. It was not scary for me. I just turned around, like we were out the side of the road listening to the tour guide. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like wandering off, basically. Turns out you're basically like stumbling down the street trying to find a place to almost be sick. Hmm. Then I was like, okay, maybe you're just, I don't know, feeling a bit weird because the story is like gruesome. It was pretty full on, yeah. I didn't know that you were feeling very overcome by like, faint and sick and then you came and like literally kind of just almost collapsed and sat down like right next to me and I was like what the hell sat, sat on the sidewalk yeah listening to guy like um, talking about this house on the corner yeah horrific uh, we'll, goings on there we'll go into it tomorrow but um, yeah a little bit of a teaser you looked thing. really like white like a sheet like, I looked like a ghost yeah looked like I seen a ghost yeah it was pretty grim and the tour guide uh, Andrew yeah he saw me sitting down. I think he just thought I was taking a break. Yeah. Um, and he said, after he said, so when the building he was talking about, he said, oh, we're going to walk past it a bit closer, just so you know, some people feel very faint when they come near this building. Yeah. 
You'd already done it. And I'd already bloody beaten to it, didn't I? Yeah. He was like, did you feel... Like, when we spoke to I told him after, I said I felt... I said, when you said about feeling faint, I said, I felt faint now. He's like, normally people feel faint in the door. He's like, caught a woman from, like, falling over, kind of yeah. thing, like, fainting. And he said, like... I said to him, I don't normally feel that way. I don't... Yeah. I felt fine going on the tour. Yeah. I haven't been... It was really sudden. Yeah, really sudden. Dripping with cold sweat. Absolutely, like, my body expelled so much liquid in one go. Like, yeah, I don't know what the hell. And um, he said, yeah, whenever people say it happens to them, they always say that they weren't, they haven't been drinking. They haven't been, I mean, we had a couple of drinks this afternoon, but no, we didn't get, like, no, drunk. Like, that was hours ago. Uh, it was hours ago. He said, yeah, they always say it mm. like you do, like, they don't normally have, can't overcome yeah. by that stuff. They haven't been drinking. They yeah. just, they're not overly hot. It was, like, a kind of a coolish, well, cool for here. Yeah. Warm for England, but cool for here evening, just in a loose shirt. Mm. So, and then I felt fine afterwards. When we got off the street, and walking down the main street, I felt fine. Yeah, just overcome. Just a wave bizarre. Nausea Very stuff. bizarre. But yeah, we'll talk about it more tomorrow. Yeah. That a little bit mysterious. Do you remember anything from the ghost tour last night? Because I've got some notes on my phone. And I didn't just want to rip off this guy's tour. Mm. Um... Let's have a look. And my notes are very sparse. Wow. Yeah. I've written Axeman. Axeman? Yeah. Yeah, he was like a murderer. Not Axma. <laughs> he was a murderer guy. He killed a lot of people. With an axe? Yeah, with an axe. Broke into the houses. Broke into the houses with a, and killed them with axe and they never found him. Right. Yeah, again, we're not going into full detail of these because like, I'm not going to like rip off other people's material. Yeah, that was like 100 years ago. But that was one of them. Yeah. Um, there was the... Um, this is the one I remember better. There was a restaurant. Yeah. And um, they used to put... It was like a patron. He was like a famous vaudeville actor. He, yeah, it was... So this is okay, a long time ago. Um, early star of the silver screen. Mm. Can't remember the actual guy's name. He uh, was famous for being a woman impersonator, as they were called then. Yeah. Um, and they had a picture of him on the wall. Well, he liked them so much. He came back again and again to the, this family-owned restaurant that he, like, signed a photo for them. Yeah. Maybe that was like a rare thing. But when they, when they, like a privileged thing. When they did the place up, by that time, no one really knew who he was anymore. So they, so they, they took the picture. the picture off the wall and put it in the, the loft, attic. the yeah. attic, and. Um, and then years later, when the next generation, so it's like generations of people taking over yeah, along like the family two, line. So the third like, generation yeah. start doing it up again, and they find that picture in the loft, and they're like, "Don't know who this guy is." Um, they leave it in the loft, but they leave it there. And uh, and and the picture is him. It's just like a two because we saw the picture, <clears throat> and it's him in like his suit, and then next As to it, man. there's a picture of him in all the get-up. Yeah. Um, Looking I guess like a now, woman. Nowadays, it would be he would be like drag. That's what the that's what the tour guy said. He's like a, basically an old version of a drag performer. Yeah. Uh, very flamboyant. Yeah. But then this couple, and this was this only was like, like ages after they'd kind of kept, like put the photo away. And then the the other picture he showed us was only from like 2015 or something like that. It was only from like yeah. 10 years ago. But this couple were eating in the restaurant. They took a selfie. And they took a selfie, and there was someone standing behind them in the yeah. picture. And they asked the staff, what's this about? Yeah. And the staff member took it to the owner. And the owner, and the owner was like, I recognise that. Like a kind of inkling about Yeah, it. I recognise that person in that picture. And it was the same 
it was this guy. They like went upstairs to dig through all the photos and old pictures and stuff they took down and found the sign. Yeah, he was thing. like, I've seen that that person somewhere before, and it was the guy um, in in this get up as a, as a woman. Yeah. And um, it was a really. We saw the picture. We saw like he both. showed us the, both pictures. Yeah. Um, and it was really weird because it was like, it was like like you'd imagine a ghost. Like you could see through the ghost yeah. head to like someone behind it, like sitting behind them, kind of thing. Um, it was in profile. It was a bit different from the actual like portrait photo that he like signed and gave them. That he, she was obviously they. Sorry, were obviously in a different outfit or whatever it looked like there was more of like a veil yeah well you listeners know how i feel about these ghost pictures it looks like one of your standard ghost pictures to me and i'm just never convinced well i'm like okay Mm. i guess kind of our brains are trained to see faces and things yes it's kind of a coincidence that it kind of looks like that person that person that's why Why someone on the tour said someone on the tour said um had has this been doctored has it been faked Mm. and he said well it would how would they know that they had this picture of that person in the loft? Mm. This star that, like, no one's ever heard of yeah, anymore. Yeah, but I think... But I'm like, for me, saying it looked like the actor yeah, was actor. kind of a reach. Yeah. I, 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 some people on the tour were looking at it and going, oh, my God, it's the same person. And I was like, kind it of. It sort of could have been anyone, like, yeah. anyone from yeah. that period. And also, like, nothing... But it makes a cool story, doesn't it? All these yeah, things make a cool story. Nothing bad happened to that vaudeville actor in the actual restaurant, so like no one died, no one was like murdered or whatever, no one was like trapped anywhere or like like weird stuff where spirits kind of get attached to this place. He just like signed a photo, left it with them, and then like three generations later decided to like turn up and haunt the place. Mm. Very bizarre um, kind of. And now the place is closed down. They've relocated. Yes. And um, there's. They're wondering whether the, they haven't seen the ghost Both. again, but there was the, there's the debate whether he haunts that building, he's tied to that building, or, or he's or the family, and he's moved to the new location. Yeah. So they try and encourage people to take pictures yeah. when they're dining to see if anything shows up. Yeah. So is that? I haven't made a note of all ones. Just sometimes I remember. They didn't. It wasn't like a. It was literally just that one time. I think that they. Yeah, seen, it was only the one time. Seen them. Oh, Muriel's. This was a good one. There's a restaurant called Muriel's. Yeah. And that's haunted. And it's a long story. Again, all these, I'm just going to, I'm not going to go <clears> over because you really should go on one of these ghost tours if you're ever in New Orleans. Yeah, um, it was really good, actually. But the, the thing about Muriel's is the person that haunts it is... Um, An active, like, not poltergeisty type thing, but, like, they're actively mischievous. Does knock over plates and stuff. Yeah. So now, to stop his naughty behaviour... And there's a lot more history to this as to why that person's haunted or whatever. The place is haunted on who it is. But anyway, they set, they, they set a table with a glass of wine and a slice of bread yeah. to appease that spirit. spirit. So they've always got a place at the restaurant. Yeah. Um, you can actually dine with it. But they, yeah, if you want, you can eat at that table. Yeah. But you can't sit in that seat. Oh, well, and yeah. you And if you eat there, you have to pay. The clause is, if you want to sit at his table, you've got to pay for his wine, his glass yeah. of wine. Would you drink it? And it's, you know, there was the, the guy on the tour was asking, like, you know, if it was you and you've paid for that wine anyway to sit at that table, would you drink it? Yeah. And uh, the, 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 it was about 20 of us on the tour and the, there was the some consensus people sat at the was table. split. You can see, like, you can look through the You can look through the window the and see them, yeah. And it's, like, cordoned off in the back. Like a little table, yeah. like private table. Um, some people sit dining there, weren't they, last night? 
there was a um, another hotel in town. Yeah. But it was, the building next to it was an old hospital. Oh, like yeah, a Civil this War was hospital, right? Yeah. And um, but it was specialised in amputations. Yeah. So it was full. They were cutting off arms and legs basically every day. Yeah. But the whole street stunk of burnt flesh Burn all yeah. the time. So what they would they had do to is burn like they burn the well they well they they would burn the the limbs. Yeah. But they would to stop it smelling the so smoke. Much. Yeah. Basically, they had to only burn them once a week. Eventually, so they had a limb storeroom. Yeah. So they just stored the limbs on premises for a week, Oof. and they would burn them once a week. Yeah. But now that those hotel, rooms, those rooms are like next door, and like because it used to be one big building, but it's like split, and one the second half of the building is a hotel. Yes, and that's where they had the um, furnace Storage. and the storeroom. Yeah, and yeah, that's where some stories have come up about. Well, people um, who stay in those rooms, which would have been in the same location as the storage, yeah, have claimed like waking up in the night and fumbling around in the dark and. Tripping, tripping over, over something, something turn the light on it not being there. Yeah. Um, and basically it's ghost limbs, isn't it? They yeah. said, Well, they said they felt like a hand grabbed their ankle and tripped them over what? as they've gone around <laughs> in the night. Let's have multiple reports of that. That's quite a cool story, isn't it? Um, Is it? Oh, man. But it's was, really expensive. The hotel's very expensive. Now they charge pricey. a lot to stay there because yeah. people want to stay in haunted places. Yeah. There was a horrific story. Oh. Which I'm not going to go into. That's the one that made you feel... Which is the one that made fame. me faint. But it's basically um, in the days of slavery. She's one of the most notorious slave owners for how she mistreated her slaves. And it was, it, it was really... It wasn't a ghost story. It was just a brutal, like, this woman's... One of the most horrific things like, I've so ever heard. Sadistic basically, she just tortured them for fun. She, yeah. taught, she would tie her slaves up in the attic and torture them. And when they found them, the state they're in, oh, I was turning my stomach. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering maybe that's just what we may feel faint because I was just like, this is Brutal. one of the most horrific treatments of humans I've ever heard of. Yeah. Um, you know what? I can't remember the name of the woman or the building, but I will insert it now once I've done my research in the edit. Yeah. And if you're interested in it, search it because if you like your true crime stuff, it's yeah. probably up your alley, but I found this stomach churning. New Orleans, then yeah. Oh, and um, Nick Cage kind of accidentally. <laughs> Nick Cage accidentally bought that house years later, yeah. Um, and didn't understand why tour groups were outside it. He thought someone had tipped him off, like this is Nick Cage's house. And when he complained to the tour guides, they were like, "No, you should really do your research on the house you bought. <laughs> it's yeah. very, very famous." Yeah. So the woman I'm talking about in that clip uh, you just heard is a woman named Delphine Lalori. And I just went on the Wikipedia to find her. Um, went for by a few other names as well. So Marie Delphi McCarthy or McCarthy. She lived from 1787 to 1849 and was more commonly known as Madame Blanc or after her third marriage as Madame LaLaurie. Um, and she was a New Orleans socialite and serial killer who tortured and murdered slaves in her household. Yeah, so some pretty queasy stories. I think... Plenty of the true crime podcasts have talked about her. I think she's probably been featured in uh, different TV series here and there. She's quite a famous figure of New Orleans. But if you're not familiar with her and you've got a strong stomach and want to hear some of that stuff that made me feel pretty queasy, then look her up, uh, Delphine LaLaurie. And then the only other one I made a note of from the tour was it was another hotel, a lot of haunted hotels around. But it was, it's haunted by children, yeah. Kids, yeah, because it used to be an old. 
boys home oh is that what it was i missed that yeah so it was used to be an old boys home and they've had people reportedly like um they're quite mischievous they They hide things they hide things People like tickling your feet at night. They and turn stuff. the telly on, and it's always on like kids' kids', kids programming, kids especially stuff. SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, and um, quite mischievous with like cameras and stuff. They said one couple in the nineties had like a little couple of shots left on the end of their roll of film, mm-hmm. and um, like you know when um, when they got them developed. Um, well, they said they had two pictures left to take on their film. Yeah. And then when they picked up their camera the next, the next day, day to take a couple more this pictures. This was like early 90s, so it's yeah. filmed. They went to take a couple, to use up the last two shots. They're like, oh, we must have taken them. And then they just yeah. changed the role. Didn't think anything of it. Got them developed like a month or so later. And the last two photos of them on that role were of them like at night sleeping. There's pictures of them sleeping. And they were like really creeped out. But the photos were taken from the perspective of the ceiling. Yeah, from directly above them. Um, which is kind of like obviously impossible for anybody to do without like treading on them in the night well here's the thing who knows how true any of these stories are like all ghost stories because there's no one seen these photos no yeah the guy who the woman sent them to the owner of the hotel saying like what the fuck obviously you wouldn't yeah I understand like you wouldn't give out photos of your guests sleeping guests would you yeah again allegedly the owner of the hotel has these photos and allegedly if you get chatting to him on a night out and he's drunk he might go like check this out but he can't have the reputation of Giving, showing around like of pictures privacy, of yeah. his guests asleep. But that, I guess, in on the other hand, it perpetuates the exactly. It's like oh, there's also reports of them like kids like running around and stuff. Oh yeah, people sleeping them. on the top floor without any floor above them and stuff like and hearing children really run around, footsteps of kids yeah. running around playing. So yeah, it was a really cool ghost tour. Um, it was provided by Free, Free Tours by Foot. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans they're great we've done two tours and we're actually doing a third one today because they've been so good we wanted yeah. to do some more they're very knowledgeable their so YouTube is great as well if, if you're ever in New Orleans we definitely recommend doing some of their tours we did the Garden District tour that was really good which was Got great some, some famous houses we did the Ghost tour that was last night last was night really which good. was great and we we're about to go on the Voodoo tour yeah which is the one I'm excited probably most about yeah, I know it's um, only like we're not doing it at nine. I think it's not a scary. One. No, we it's got like the boat. It's the only slot available, so it's ten a.m. We're going to go on this voodoo tour, and we'll report back about some voodoo because I'm interested. I know nothing about voodoo. I just know New Orleans famous for voodoo stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I've heard of stuff. I've heard of like you know voodoo practices and witch doctors and and gregory and things like that. But I want to know. The what's the deal? What's the deal? Yeah. What is it? Why is it? Well, yeah. Is it just? Is it just um, shysters? Yeah, or is it, I don't know, some of their weird like burial practices and stuff because they couldn't bury people in the ground. and Well, we spoke about that yesterday from yeah. the Garden District. That's why all the tombs are above ground and all that stuff. And but we're going to go and meet... Yeah, the cultural um, history of it. We're going to go and meet Voodoo Priest in uh, St. Louis yeah. Park now and uh, report back later. But yeah, like I say, I, I've been a bit... <clears throat> skirting around some of the finer details and stuff with the ghost tour because I don't want to just like repeat this guy's tour yeah it's well worth visiting if you're in New Orleans I definitely recommend it um, and let us know if you feel faint there was lots the of there was lots of ghost tours in New Orleans so don't feel like if you don't get on the free walking tours by foot one that you've missed out because there's a lot of other ones going yeah on. we went on it because we'd watched some stuff on their YouTube channel we'd and already just, been on one of their they had a very tours. good reputation and we enjoyed their other tour but, um, so they got our, they got the weird tale seal of quality 
But yeah. there's plenty of ghost tours. But yeah, that's the one I recommend. And I think they do different stuff as well. So we did see like a couple of other groups at a couple of other the, a couple of the spots. Obviously, like the really famous, mm. like um, they've got their own spin on the stories. Yeah, of course, and like other tidbits and stuff that they can share with you mm. and things like that. So, but free tours by foot. It's, it, like you say, you just reserve online for free. I like a lot of these walking tours, and then when you turn up, you pay because there's feel a max. They don't take more than twenty people. Yeah. So once it's full, it's full, and then you just pay at the end. So pay what you feel. Pay what yeah. you feel. We we saw some people giving nothing, which is a bit of a piss take. But it's like you know, it's, it's free almost tours. like two hours. But I saw we saw someone on the give garden district tour give yeah. about eighty dollars. So you know, yeah. they're cut. I guess those rich people are covering it for the people who ain't got a, got much. Yeah, it's fair, isn't it? But um, yeah. Let's yeah. Uh, let's go see some voodoo stuff though. Yeah. Hopefully, I won't faint this time. I'll keep you posted. I mean, we. Is it? Is was it me? Me feeling faint last night? And when I say mm-hmm. I felt faint, I was just overcome. I went cold, white like a ghost. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not someone who sweats a lot. The amount of liquid that came out of my body in the space of about twenty seconds yeah. was unbelievable. I was slick. My whole yeah. skin was just wet. And we've been walking around all day, and you haven't been like that. Been fine. Like drenched. It was so hot all day, and it was getting yeah. cool in the evening. I had a loose shirt on, like I said last night. Mm. I was just wandering around fine, and then as soon as we got outside that house, I think it was a combination of, like, tired, been walking all day. We didn't have dinner because we had such a massive lunch, but mm. I was not hungry at all. No. And it was just such a gruesome story. It, I, it wasn't gruesome. I wasn't scared. Like, the ghost. it was a ghost story. I was, was just, just, like, sickening. horrified that someone yeah. could do this to another human being. It was just awful. Like the, It was some of the worst treatment of a human being I've ever heard, and it made me go, like... Cold yeah. at how horrible this it was. This woman, one of her slaves who was chained to the um, oven, started a fire, and this is how they discovered everything else. But she just she started a fire and almost like died in the fire that she created because she didn't want to be taken to, be to the taken attic. Upstairs, yeah. When they broke into the attic, can you imagine how awful situation? I would rather die in a fire than be. Like well, the, I, I'm not going to go into all the details, oh, but God. some of the stuff from the people in the attic, we're oh. talking like flayed pits of skin, sewn up lips so you can't hear them screaming. Just This is just yeah. the tip of the iceberg. And But then after they... Okay, so she got... Um, she fled, actually. Yeah. Her and her husband fled. They never caught Fuck them. Her. But the slaves that had all been like tortured and stuff obviously recovered. Like, well, I don't know how much you could recover from that. But Some like, of the stuff they said, I don't think you're recovering very they well They had from. them recovered enough to be resold after Jesus. a year. Jesus. What a Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Oh, God. So anyway, that stuff just... I mean, slavery stuff makes me feel kind of queasy anyway. I, it's... Um, Ownership of any human. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's... It's just so wrong. It's it's not as far away as you think. It's not as long ago as you think it is. Yeah. And that's what is terrifying. That's what scares me. Like humans' um, Just ability the... for cruelty. Yeah. yeah. I can't get my head around it. But anyway, that yeah, that was kind of the. Um, less spooky side, but more just horrific side of that tour. And uh, yeah. yeah, the details get pretty grisly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's go get some cash. Let's yeah. go get some voodoo and let's go get some pralines. Yeah. Get some sun cream on then. All right, okay, let's go. <laughs> now it's time for y'all to do a little practicing of your own. If you have any coins, any pennies, nickels, or dimes. 
and you would like to say a prayer to your own individual ancestor. Now's the time to do it. If you don't have a coin, it is not sacrilegious to pick one up off the ground and say your prayer. We throw money on the ground so y'all can pick it up and say your prayer. And if you don't believe me, let me do it right now because you can pick it up and say your prayer. Once you are done, once you're done, just meet me right there. Now, if you have Native American blood in your veins from North or South America, you do not have a choice, you have to do this. If you have uh, African blood in your veins, I don't care if it's 1% or 2%, remember those parents have parents and grandparents and grandparents black. You have to do this. Here's the one that's gonna shock some of y'all. If you have Irish, Scottish ancestry in your blood, you do not have a choice. You have to do this. This is your birthright. I'm gonna tell you why in a few minutes. Mic drop. <laughs> Once you're done, meet me right there by my city, and then we'll go on and do, do this. Uh, we'll talk about the Irish. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Come to me. It's not how it works. <laughs> Did a video, Richard. Yeah. Now it's going to wash this blood off us. Hello. I don't know how noisy this is going to be, but I'll get a little bit with the ambiance. We're just having some lunch in the French Quarter Market in New Orleans, still. And this morning we went on a voodoo tour yeah. with Priest Roby yeah. um, all around uh, Armstrong Park and uh, a little bit of the surrounding area. And uh, it was really interesting. Yeah. It's really hard to talk about all the stuff he went through because there's a lot. It was it was very interesting. I feel like I learned a lot about um, like black history and stuff in this in this area, and also a lot about how African religion and yeah, over and how. Yeah, and like similarities and differences, and like, yeah, kind of the slave owners and stuff trying to convert, and they're like, there's so much similarities here, and also like our different culture. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not something I feel like I'm uh, qualified to go into. Yeah. But it was very interesting, and what I wanted from a voodoo tour from England. I know nothing about voodoo. Yeah. I've heard it. I've heard of voodoo dolls. You obviously get like the, yeah, the cliched. Of, yeah, I've seen it in media. Yeah. I've heard of sacrifices. I know New Orleans is like the home of voodoo. So I thought while I'm here, let's learn what this is. Yeah. And um, it, I felt like we got the, the perfect host because he no is from a bloodline of, of voodoo practitioners. He's a priest. And he was, yeah, no bullshit. Um, it was so good. Very flamboyant character. I tried to get a little bit of recording on the tour. I don't know how much of it will come through. Um, but he he explained to me, because I was always had an inkling like, okay, is voodoo kind of bullshit? Is it like a media thing? It's and propaganda. to a certain extent, yeah. Like, yeah. he was telling us the seed of truth that that media... Uh, exaggeration came from. Well, it kind of it was perpetuated by like slave owners, like not really understanding what's happening, and then just like kind of propaganda and like vilifying like the slaves, so that yeah, they. Yeah. If were, it basically, if it wasn't continue. in the Bible, if you were, if you're a slave owner, your slaves, you know, the rule came in, you know, 
but they it's have just, to worship God. It and, continues to keep them separate, separate. Yes, but um, so anything that wasn't in the Bible was considered devil worship. Doesn't matter if it was someone else's belief, someone else's religion, blah blah. blah. They see it as devil yeah. worship. Misunderstanding and also just like absolutely like vilifying slaves and their like practice of their religion. Yeah, and voodoo dolls not really, not a thing. Like no, that said, was really interesting. Yeah, the really voodoo cool. doll thing. He said that's more like an English thing, like an English witchcraft thing that they yeah. just put onto figurines yeah they that push they that on in the media in media onto like voodoo practitioners and really the actual dolls with the pins in is a thing that voodoo practitioners use but that was more for healing if for healing it was like they had a patient who would come and who had a headache they would make a doll that looked like that patient because they couldn't read or write put a pin in the head so the next time they came in they could be like pin in the head oh you had a pain in your head okay. it's like doctor's notes yeah he said they couldn't read or write so this is a doctor's note this is descriptions yeah, yeah. and they just mix that up with the wax figurines from English witchcraft put and, pins um, in there and for like yeah and then you know the, the legend so, sort of perpetuates itself through media and things and yeah. uh, he compared to like the way voodoo was portrayed in American Horror Story which is a really popular series yeah and he said that's, that's nothing like it and the way that Mary Laveau um, is portrayed in those things he said really no one really knows anything about her all the stuff you see about that famous voodoo character is all from fiction yeah she was just um, you know someone who managed to get a lot of information on the slave owners she was a gossip things. queen basically yeah, yeah a gossip queen Hair, uh, uh, who, who got information from the slave owners slave on behalf owners, of the slaves. And also the slave community. Yeah. She was like a go-between and she gathered lots of gossip and basically just had leverage on loads yeah. of like slave owners. Like he said, for an example, she would do the women's hair when they gathered together. Well, she's seen as a piece of the furniture because she's a slave. And so she's, and all the so women are gathered up. together, all the slave owners and the slave owners' wives, yeah. they all gather together gossiping, not thinking this woman's listening, gathering Sharing information. And then she's yeah. considered as this witch who knows everything. And Psychic. it's like, no, she's yeah. just gathering information and spreading it amongst the slave community using because information's her, power. Using it for her benefit. Um, like he, as, as Roby said, you you know, you know gather some dirt on people and you can build mountains out of dirt. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So very interesting tour. And really if cool. you are interested in learning the truth behind voodoo that's just the tip of the iceberg the stuff that we can remember off the top of our heads yeah um in your in new orleans i definitely would recommend priest roby's voodoo tour yeah, which really is good. um he, he's the only guy on the on the free tours by foot who has his name on the tour because it's yeah. all from him and this he's is actually his the, own, his, the his only own. voodoo practitioner who's actually giving tours and he's said. only the the only male yeah. Voodoo priest in um, yeah. in New Orleans. Giving tours, yeah. So giving tours, so that yeah. yeah. He's, really cool. Um, yeah, very. He has massive family, a lot of family history in New Orleans. I think we met half Every, of them. On the everyone street. who walked past, he was like, "Oh, that's my cousin. That's this. That's that." Huge yeah. family. Um, a lot of history. A lot of history. Very interesting guy, and he does not beat around the bush. Yeah. Um, yeah, he that's does. Great. He doesn't want um, misconceptions. Yeah. Racism, etc. Et Basically, when you start the door, he's like anyone who's like racist, uh, anti like LGBT community and stuff, get off the tour. Yeah. I don't want your money. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> um, a real character. Yeah. So 
fully recommended, really interesting morning. And now, yeah, like I said, we're just sat in the market now waiting for some red beans and rice. Yeah, I'm excited. So, well, that's our debrief. I'll put links and stuff in the show notes, obviously, for all these tours. Um, yeah. They've all been great. And the free tour, the three tours we did by Free Tours by Foot, were really, really good. all completely different in flavour. Like, Roby had, like, Creole heritage, and the guy, um, Andrew, who did the tour last night, was Cajun. Yeah. Um, and then the guy who did the tour, Matthew, um, Matthew the day before yeah. that, um, grew up in and around New Orleans, so he knew all about the garden district and the local stuff, local food, he knew all about that. They all know, really know their stuff. There's such really a good length as well, it's like... One and a half to two hours. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah. Not too crazy, walking distance-wise. Um, you, you pay a fiver, optionally, to, to book, book the tour, to reserve your seat. Which just basically for their admin costs and, and online basically, well. and that's for two people. Yeah, so it's two fifty each, and then you pay what you want at the end. Yeah. You know. Really so. enjoyed it. But fully recommended. I think you should try and get him on. Uh, I would love to get Priest Roby on Weird Tales because I'm I don't feel like we'll ever do a voodoo episode because I don't feel like we're qualified with the information. I'm gonna ruin it. I probably ruined some of the stuff I just said. Getting on a future episode, but yeah, I'll I'll try and reach out to him see if he wants to jump on the show because uh, very interesting guy. Yeah. And like I said, a real character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's our uh, voodoo tour debrief. So before that uh, voodoo tour debrief section, you heard a little clip of us doing the little mini voodoo ritual with with Priest Roby. I did try and do a little bit of recording during the hour and a half, two hours we spent with him, um, but it's kind of hard to pick up some stuff. So I'm just going to chuck in a few minutes of some of the audio that um, I captured here so you can have a little taste of um, Voodoo Priest Roby's uh, walk. And like I said, I definitely recommend doing so if you're in New Orleans. It was really interesting. Who is St. Peter? He says St. Peter stands at the gates of heaven. He carries keys right here. Sometimes they pick this up in a king. When you die, you cannot enter the gates of heaven without going to St. Peter himself. We're confused. Sounds like our African Haitian Loa. His name, Papa Legba. If you speak Spanish, Papa Alegua. Some of y'all know Papa Legba's name. If you've seen American Horror Story Coven, you definitely know the name. Because they turned a man into a baby eating cocaine snorting Jamaican with a white face, glowing red eyes, and dreadlocks. In real life, he's none of those things. First of all, He's that grandfather that like to spoil the grandchildren. Y'all know what I'm talking about? You know how granddaddy always let the grandchildren get away with murder? Grandchildren can do no harm in granddaddy's eyes? That's Legba. He is a very kind and warm and kind spirit. Loves to spoil children. And he's old. The man is so old and crippled. All his fingers are curled up like this, his neck turned to the side, and he carries a cane. He carries keys right here, and he stands at the gates of freedom. Again, the spoiler of children opens the doors of opportunity. And whenever you die, you cannot enter the gates of freedom without going through leg by himself. I think that's enough. I gotta talk about the oranges because those are so brightly colored. Look how bright they are. These, of course, are see, like navel oranges. Well, they're not navel oranges. I don't know what kind these are. But these are left to the river spirit by the name of Oshun. In Haiti, her name is Met Azene Freda. She is the spirit of love, drumming, and dance associated with the colors yellow and orange. So we do leave her orange and yellow things. Plantain, we leave her oranges, lemon. We also leave her lots and lots of honey because she's said to be a sweet river spirit. Me and her don't get along because she's so damn bougie. You ever met a bougie woman before? So uh, it's my last morning in New Orleans. And I thought, I'm heading to a voodoo shop. I had a look in some yesterday. And I was sort of put off all the chintz of it because of uh, High Priest Roby's warnings. But uh, in the end I thought, I'm going to cave and buy something. Because I'm sure they've got stuff I can use for the podcast. 
So, uh, let's go and have a look. We're going to Voodoo Authentica. Right, let's head in. Busy. No. Roby said don't buy a voodoo doll. Mm. So I'm not. But I'm gonna buy some spells. They sell voodoo spells. We can test them out on the pod. Mm. Right. I think I'll get away with buying a gator claw. No, don't buy that. No. It's no. um there's just herbs in this room, isn't it? I think like they make up stuff for you. Yeah, this is like an apothecary. Yeah. I'm going to the other room. Right, I'm in the back room now. And there are envelopes full of spells and formulas in sealed, uh, wax sealed. With, um, see so I can... I mean, there's one that's calling out to me straight away, which says it will help me develop psychic powers. We've also got enemy be gone, fertility, gambling, love and friendship, healing, get the job. Money, good luck and success, peace and protection, power and confidence, unhexing, spiritual cleansing and win in court. I mean, it's got to be developed psychic powers, in it? Take weird tales to the next level. What's that? It's a ritual cleansing bowl. Ooh. This one's to a show. How much? Spirit of love and affection. Not sure. But this might be a good gift. Here we go, this is what I've got, some herbal scents. There's a rack of herbal scents that will um, help in my rituals if I give them a go. So cleansing, purification, house blessing. They come with like a shell, you light the, the stuff in the shell. What else have we got? Giving thanks, making offerings, peace of mind, inner calm. I think I might need that one if I'm developing a psychic, I might need to calm my brain. Or do I want to attract good influence? I'm getting one of these for my ritual. Mm. Yeah, they you burn good. them inside the shell. Yeah, I thought they looked really good actually. Attract good influence? I'm mm. thinking what do I want if I'm trying to try and develop my psychic powers. Right, okay. I don't care about cleansing the house. Yeah, no. Attracts good influence. What's that for? I was thinking about inner cut, like peace of mind. Oh, yeah, it, but this is not the same. This isn't for burning. This is you put it in the bag and smell it. Right, okay. Offering unless I double be... bubble, unless I get one of them, smell it, burn something. What about that? Using ceremony as offering. That's tobacco. Okay. That's, okay. again, it's not the same. Attracts good influence. I think Maybe it's. good influence. Or, or giving offering. thanks. Giving or... thanks, giving offering, and um, yeah. making an offering. Yeah, I think maybe offering is a good Let's one. Let's have a look. Pinch out, offering. Thanks to Spirit Keepers, Six Directions, Mother Earth. Mm. Used for smudging. That's probably good. Well, this one's got rose and lavender. That's not what it's called, right? That sounds great. Do you want me to do that? Yeah, okay. Rose and lavender for cleansing and purification. Yeah. Right, got it. Right, let's head, uh, head back. Thank you. There we go. I've got it. I've got um. You got a spell. I got some spells, um, spells and formulas to develop psychic powers, and I got some 
stuff smudging, to burn, smudging, smudging, cleansing. I'm going to cleanse the mind, cleanse the area, and try and become a psychic. And like I say, if, if it works, then you know, Weird Towers is really going to go step up to another level. Yeah. We've got we can a offer more service. bona fide psychic. Oh. Five voodoo psychic on the show. Um, I was very tempted to get one of the Grigri bags, but um, you know, I've only got so much money. Yeah, I mean, start slow. Yeah, exactly. You know? But then I want, I want a leg up. I want everything I can. I'm gonna well, come I'm, out of on the masks, yeah. everything. I don't know how, in eff how offensive that is. How culturally offensive? If I come out wearing like a bag and like beads all over myself and that. Am I, am I appropriate in a culture? But then, as uh, Roby said yesterday, it's already been appropriated because it's kind of not the real deal. Yeah. But we'll see. I'll give it a go. Open-minded. I'll record my uh, adventures either on this episode or another. Probably another one. I'd like to get Beef and Tiss in the room. It depends. I'll have to talk to Beef, see if he's like, no, not doing that stuff. Uh, he wasn't keen on you doing the Ouija board, was he? He did not like me doing the Ouija board. But, this is video, it's different. So, uh, like I say, it's our last day. We're walking back to our hotel to pick up our bags. And, um, yeah, we're just walking through past Jackson Square. All the artists are there. It's really busy because it's a Saturday. And, uh, what is this? Is it, uh, um, what is this? What cathedral is this? St. Louis Cathedral. I'm sure it is. The big one. This is where we met our um, ghost the big, The big famous cathedral, we're walking past it right now. So if you know New Orleans, you, you can quick, picture where I am. quick uh, reading? I would have a quick palm reading, but I just don't think I've got enough time now. I've left it too late. Yeah, 98% accurate. I'll be in that 2%, wouldn't I? Should you know it. Yeah. Anyway, it's been a, a lovely few days. It's a mad place. It's a mad, mad place. Yes. It's an assault on the senses, but in a yeah. good way. Yeah. I mean, hats off to anyone who lives here. It's mad. I'm, I'm, I've been here a few days and it's awesome. Showtime! See, there's always something. You can tell by the song. They were saying they've been doing... They were saying anything can happen at any time. They've, um... I don't, think, I don't think there's anything more to say. He's cut me off in the most New Orleans way possible. It's mad. <laughs> right, so now I'm... You're with me back in uh, my flat in Leeds. And I've got my little paper bag from the um, voodoo shop. And I'm going to dig into it. I haven't really... I haven't actually looked into this at all. So, um, let's have a look. So first of all, I've got these herbal scents um, for cleansing and purification. And this is a blend of white sage, lavender and rose. So in the packet, I'm just going to open it now. So yeah, in here we have um, a shell. I'm going to take out now, which is there. And what it says is I need to put a pinch of this mix into the shell, ignite it, and gently blow or fan with a feather 
upon the glowing ember to produce smoke. And I guess that is going to... Um, that's going to purify and cleanse me or the area and the area. I don't know, but I'll try that in a second. I've also got this uh, envelope here, which says magical spells and formulas to develop psychic powers. And it's got a wax seal. And I'll take a picture of these so you can... Um, people who follow on Twitter or Facebook can um, see these. So let's open the envelope. So inside is another envelope with a cool um, seal with moon and the heart and some snakes on it. Open that envelope as well. And in that, oh, so there's a piece of paper that says Voodoo Authentic in Orleans. And let's see what it says. So there's, there's two pieces of paper in here. So the first says, The power of magic is real. It is around us, within us, and available to everyone. The most important ingredient in your magical work, spells, won't ever be an herb or a candle. It will be your desire, your ability to focus on and creatively visualise your goal. So be sure to pour some of yourself and your precious energy into every spell you do. And most importantly, don't give up. Your patience and commitment will be well rewarded by the results you achieve. Note, magic functions universally and is not subject to the rules of any particular religion or spiritual path. If you are a religious or spiritual person, feel free to incorporate your belief system into your magic if you find this empowers you. This is not, however, a necessary component of successful magic. So if you are not religious or spiritual, simply call on your own personal power and energy to achieve your goal. The main rule in magic is, as long as you harm no one, do what feels right to you. Three exclamation marks after that one. Yes, another note. Extra information on the colour, planet, offering, etc. which coincide with your purpose are given so that you may incorporate these elements into your magical work if you so desire. Be creative. Example, dress yourself in the appropriate coloured clothing. Offer the items suggested as a sign of devotion or thanksgiving to a higher power. Use an altar cloth of one of the given colours. Carry some of the listed herbs around with you in a conjure bag. You get the idea. When your wish has been granted, be sure to thank the universe for the blessings you have received. We wish you luck, wisdom and blessings in your magical pursuits. And there's a quote at the bottom, I don't know who it's from, it says, And it harm none, do what thou will. So then, that's the general notes, and then after, as well, we also have the information to develop psychic powers. So, let's see. I should do this on a Saturday, it says. Um, colours purple, blue and white. See, I'm not going to be able to do all this. This is this is a lot. This is on a full moon on a Saturday with the colours purple, blue and white at 7pm with offerings of a conch shell, gourd rattle, bowl of cornmeal. 
using herbs of celery, iris, nutmeg, jasmine, lavender. Um, relevant planet is Neptune. The incense is lavender and jasmine. Well, I've got some lavender in my cleansing bowl. Um, it says reference to the Psalms 49, 78 and 95. And it says some helpful tips. Drink jasmine tea. I might actually have some. So I'll go and brew some of that before I do this. I'll try and get as much right as I can. I mean, I'm not waiting for a full moon on a Saturday at 7pm. Who knows when that'll be. I need to get this episode out at some point. Use a bay leaf in cooking to increase psychic awareness. Um, I'll look if I've got any bay leaves in the cupboard. I think I'm actually out of bay leaves right now. But I'll, I'll sniff some. I'll have some on hand. Or maybe I'll take a bite out of one. Let's, uh, let's do this right. So I'm going to go and get all this stuff prepared, I think. And then um, I might get Becca to help me when she gets back. And we'll light, light the uh, incense. And we'll get this psychic powers. There's, um, I'm going to read through this information here. And, um, yeah, I'll be back. Becca? Yeah? You gonna help me do some voodoo? I'm being roped in, yeah. Right, okay. So basically I read, I opened this envelope. Yeah. And I read, there was some general advice on a letter. Um... So inside the envelope was another envelope. Right. And it keeps going into more and more envelopes until you get to a <laughs> coin that says voodoo on it. No, it's, there's one, <laughs> there's two letters inside this envelope. Oh, I read this one. On it. Oh, it's like a seal. Yes. Okay. I read this on the episode already. Right. It's all about doing it. It's about bringing your own positive energy. Right. And then this is how I develop the psychic powers. Right, okay. So this is what it says. Are you going to bring them on? No. Oh. Well, psychic. Aww. So, the extra information, I went through this. For best effects, you should really follow these informations. Yeah. Do it on a Saturday. On a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad start, well, Do it? you want to wait until next weekend? No, wait, I've got to get this episode out, I? I'm going to do as much as I can. Wait until it's a full moon. I don't know when. Is it? Have you checked? No, I don't think it is. Make an offering of a conch shell, a gourd rattle and a bowl of cornmeal. Got We've got cornmeal. Is it in date? <laughs> Doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> when is the next full moon? Sunday, October 9th. It is! It is! Full it's moon. It's a full moon? Yeah. Right, okay, that's. This is getting a good I start. I think, hold on, that's EDT. What's yeah. EDT time? That's fine. That's today. It's the same day. UK. Yeah, it is. Right, perfect. Do we have any jasmine tea? Um, we might. Right. I don't think we've got any bay leaves. What I'll do is, when I run out of bay leaves and cooking, I use oregano. So I'll use that. <laughs> you're going to end up... You're going to fuck this up. You're going to substitute so much that you're not going to end up psychic... You're not going to end up with psychic powers. You're going to end up with, like, psychic... Sh- like, poo or something. Like. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got a minute there. <laughs> Someone panicked. What's psychic poo? Go on. Your bowels know when you got to go. Well, I know when I've got to go. Um, you're just going to mess it up and it's going to go wrong. Well, we'll see. Because right. you're substituting too much. Well, let's let's ignore all that stuff for now. You've only got one thing on the list. No, let's ignore that stuff for now. Let's just see what it says, because I haven't read this. How right. to develop psychic powers, ready? During this and all other spiritual workings, it is best that you ensure that there will be no unwanted noises or disturbances to upset the energy flow you'll be creating. Is that what you asked me to help out? So I'm not exactly. Doing so shit you're in the not background. got the sewing machine going in the background, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> First, gather small equal amounts of nine of the following herbs. 
So let's go. Let's let's get in the herb drawer. Nine amounts. We need nine different ones, right? Well, you need the. What? What are you doing? The little spoon. So you've got equal amounts. Well, yeah. But don't worry about there it. We have, to, we have to get our mixture out first. Let's, let's see what, how many of these we got. Get the bowl out. No. Flipping it, making a right mess of this. Let's just see what we've got first. So, finger grass. <laughs> no. Anise seed. Star anise, yeah. Got a star anise, that'll do it. Burning bush. No. Celery seed. No. Lemon balm. No. Parsley. Yeah. Got some fresh parsley. Are you actually gonna? Are you gonna do this now? Or are you gonna go and get some? No, I'm gonna do it now. It says, nine, any, of, it says nine of the following. There's loads here. Right, okay. Oh, right, so we're going to okay. see if we can have nine of these. Right. Cinnamon. Yeah. Right, we've got that. Cinnamon. Mint. Oh, there's some outside. What's that on my windowsill? No, there's some outside. I moved out. Right, mint. There might be a little bit. Where's that on my windowsill? Oh, is that from before you went away? Yeah. How is that not dead? I, I think that's coriander. It's magical. It might be coriander. Um, mint. Sage. Might be some in the freezer. Thyme. Yeah. Got thyme. Mm hmm I think the one outside is dead. Rosemary. Yeah, that's some outside. Right, someone's getting excited about their little herb garden. <laughs> um, Bethel root. No. Bocciu leaves. No. Bugleweed. <laughs> Excuse me. Calendula, calendula flower. Calendula. No. Right? Eyebright? No. So how many have we got? One, two, three, four, five. I've got... I've got... You're going to have to Lemons. Make... I've got lemons in the fridge for lemon balm. No. I'm trying to it's make different. the closest thing I You're can. You're going to have to go to the... No, Becca, we can do this. I don't need to budget, though. I'm going to... We've got no celery, have we? Mm. Lemon balm. I'm just going to grate a little bit, a zest a little bit of... You're actually doing skin. this. Are you doing this on the budge? No. This is how you do it. What do you need from outside? Mint and rosemary. Mint, rosemary. You said sage is in the freezer. I've got lavender. Try to... I've got lavender. No, I've got lavender anyway. It's in my mix. Let me have a look in the freezer. Come down here in the freezer. Isn't it? I've got time in the freezer. Yeah. Oh, we've got time out of the freezer as well. Okay, not a big deal. Um, ro I've got rosemary here. I've got mint here, so you don't have to get any of that. We'll use the, we'll use the frozen shit. <laughs> Nothing but the best for my... Uh... I've got curry leaves. I've got rocket chilies. I don't think we have sage. How many have we got here? One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. You'd have told me, I could have got Wait, some. no, no, no. Star anise. You said we had some star anise. Oh, maybe. It's in that box. Pot. That jar. Rosemary's back there, look. More, well, bloody hell, we've got more rosemary than you can shake a stick at. We've got it dried, frozen, fresh. That rosemary's probably... Rasal Hanu. Oh wait, that's star anise, isn't it? No, that's chilli flakes. Yeah, I think I've used it all. I think I've used it all. Too. I think I've used it. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that's cardamom. Uh, 
Um, star anise. Hey, no, yeah. they're closed. Oh, wait, there's, there's a star one in there. Right, okay. So, well, we don't even need star anise. We need anise seeds, but that's the next best thing. What's a burning bush? Shall I go and cut some of my pubes off? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, are you sh- how many are short, then? Two. Oh. Should we go, shall I go just nip around the shop? No, shop? no, 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 no. Are you sure? Yeah. We're going to bodge it. Right, let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna push some pause for a minute while I work this out. Right. So what we've got here is a little bit of a psychic substitute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. We didn't have any seed, but I put some star anise in there. Yeah. Um. Didn't have any celery seed, but I did put some caraway seed in. Yeah. Uh, it begins with C, and it's a seed. And I also put in some fennel seed because I was another thing short. You're I didn't have any lemon balm, so I did some lemon zest. <laughs> I did put in fresh parsley, cinnamon powder, and a little bit of cinnamon root. Have we got lemongrass in there? Because it might be better. No, no, no. Mm. Mint, mm-hmm. uh, thyme, rosemary. Mm-hmm. There we go. Nine different things. Okay, with a mortar and pestle, grind and thoroughly mix the nine herbs together. Right. As you do this, keep your mind completely clear of any other purpose beside development of psychic abilities. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to light this now mm-hmm. to clear my mind while I grind this up. Right. I'll just put it in the metal. Well, tell you what, we'll put it in that, and then we'll put that in the mortar and pestle. Mm-hmm. So get the mortar and pestle. Yes, sir. Oh, my mistake. Probably should have done the washing up before you started this. Uh, I've got to get on bed in. Right. So let's just rest that there. I'm going to put all this in the mortar and pestle. So it's No, it's fine. It's like ASMR for the listeners, this bit. And then we get the shell. Right, put it in there. And we get a pinch That's of this. Yeah, we burn stuff in it. Right. So. Get the matches. Yeah. ASMR. ASMR. And then we get the matches. Take a match out and strike it. I like this. Have we got any feathers? Have you got a feather? I do. You can do it with burner. No. I need to use it to waft the flame. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yes, I do have a feather. What do you think to this smell so far? Oh, it keeps going up. Third time's a charm. Ready? It's quite pungent. Yeah. Food. Just lay it down on it. Just like lay it down. Don't you set my feather on it. No, it's going. Woohoo. See? Right, here we go. We've got a good flame going now. And I've got to waft the flame with this feather. Right, we're cleansing. While that cleanses, I'm going to grind this up. Pungent in it. Mm. Do you feel cleansed? My mind was clear while I was doing that. Oh, I've just got to sit and think about psychic abilities while I grind a little bit more. Right. Thanks for helping me with this, by the way. When you feel the herbs are blended and empowered, place some of the mixture into a clean purple cloth. 
and tie with black yarn to make a gree-gree bag and place the bag under your pillow. Does it give you a purple cloth? I'm going to go and find that stuff. I'll be back. Can't find the purple bag. It had a D and d dice in it. Is it in here? No. Or in there? No. Are you sure? No, because I know where it was. It's been years since I saw it. I was just hoping it would still be there. What, do you need purple cloth? A piece of purple cloth and a piece of black string. Well, I got black string. Right. Halfway there. I mean, purplish. I've got... I've got a bluish sock. <laughs> I might actually have a purple sock, you know. Wait, I might have some. Well, that's a cloth, isn't it? Let's have a look in the sock drawer. Here you go. In a way, this is better because you can put it all in the sock and then tie the sock up. Becca. Are you using that? Yeah. This? Right. this is clean cloth and it's purple. And it's an odd sock. It's almost like I knew to hold on to this odd sock. <laughs> right, purple material. Put all this in there and tie it up with some black string. That's made an interesting smell, hasn't it? Mm. It smells a lot nicer when it's not burnt. Yeah, it's right up in my um, cavity. Sinuses. Yeah, that's the one. Right, there's your bit of backstring. Wait a sec. Right, this is all in here. To make this a smaller bag, mm -hmm. I'm actually going to cut this. Perfect. This looks like a little grey grey bag. Maybe they are just socks cut in half. Do you have to tie it in a special way? No. Just says tight. Right, there's my bag. Mm-hmm. What does it say Put it under my pillow. Um oh, I place it under your, under the under my pillow at night. <clears throat> Before bedtime, burn some of the mixture mm. on a small charcoal made for the burning of resin, incenses and herbs. Use psychic potion oil to anoint a glass enclosed purple seven day candle and Light before bedtime. Are you missing some bits? No, no, I've got a candle. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Right, okay. Great. So I put this under my pillow. Mm -hmm. I burn some of the stuff mm -hmm. before bed. Mm -hmm. I sleep on it. Mm -hmm. um, and then see what happens. Mm -hmm. Light a bit of, burn a bit of a candle before bed. Mm -hmm. Then it says, we like to make our psychic potion oil, which we use to anoint ourselves, candles and objects, by blending some of the herb mixture with a pure base oil like yoyoba in a purple glass jar. Stir the mixture clockwise with a wooden spoon, continuously focusing on your purpose. Allow the jar to sit, covered with a lid, in a dark place for at least nine days. Wow. Then bring the jar outside in a clear and sunny day and briefly uncover it, allowing the sun to shine in. This symbolises your own psychic enlightenment, which comes from the darkness to light. Afterwards, put the lid back on and store it inside a cool, dry area. Mm -hmm. You can use this potion oil to anoint your third eye at bedtime and any other time you especially need second sight. Be creative and trust your instincts and judgement in creating new uses for the oil, herbs, etc. Mm. So I'm not going to do the oil. It says, it's just a suggestion. Mm. I'm a newbie. I've cleansed the area. Mm -hmm. I've made my gree-gree bag. Yeah. 
I need to go and place this under my pillow. Mm-hmm. I guess that cleanses my do sleeping the, area. Do the candle later. And then later on, burn a bit of a candle. Burn a little bit of the mixture out of here. Yeah. And then go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I guess I clock in tomorrow and see how I feel. Mm-hmm. See if I'm feeling any better. Yeah. Done. We voodooed. We could do the oil. I mean, not today, but like, let's try again next week. Right. Thanks for your help. It's okay. I think it was a success. Well, we'll find out. And um, tomorrow I'm going to be reading mines. And that's it. I uh, maybe I'll try this again and let anyone know if um, I develop anything. I I'm pretty skeptical at the moment, and that's but that's not the right attitude, is it? I have to um, be focused and believe in it and bring my own positivity. So let's. I'll let anyone know listening if anything happens to my um, psychic abilities. But for now, thanks for listening. Uh, love you lots. You know you can get in contact at WTATUpod at gmail.com. You, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Bob Shoy. That's at B-O-B-S-H-O-Y. And you can go to weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com for links to whatever you want to find. You can buy merch. You can support us monetarily. You can uh, send messages directly through that. All that stuff. Um, and you can also find us on Facebook and all the other things. You know where to find us by now. Next time, we're going to be uh, continuing the Indiana Jones season. We're going to be talking about um, the Holy Grail from The Last Crusade. Tiss is hosting that one. And then finally we'll be tackling the Crystal Skull after that. Um, So look forward to those ones. And until then, um, see you later. Love you lots. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.